whenever you're ready. Hey everyone, my name is Jericho Jones. I am I'm currently serving as the regional facilitator for the Midwest region through the organization Civil Righteousness, and uh, this podcast is um, uh, serving as a prayer guide for Pray on MLK. Um, we are pleased to be here with you. I'm here with uh, my friend Andrew Zanako. Hey everybody. Um, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Andrew Zanako and uh, lead pastor at Antioch Indy. And we uh, became friends with Jericho, helping pull this event off. We're so glad that you're here. So excited to be praying with you. And for the next less than 60 minutes, this podcast is going to be something that you can be listening to as uh, Jericho and I and John West say, hey, John West. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, we're going to be leading you through some prayer points and uh, we'll kind of give a prayer point. We'll be quiet for a few minutes so that you can pray with it and... Uh, we are just going to go with the flow. We actually recorded this the other night, and it was amazing. And we had some other people from around the city, but uh, then that recording got messed up. So here we are, round two, yeah. and uh, we're excited to be here. Yes, and thank you all for being here. So let's go before the Lord together. Um, Jesus, we thank you so much for uh, inviting us to be a part of your ministry. Lord, this, this event, this call to action— we are but stewards seeking to obey the voice and the call of our master. You are our master. You are the father that we trust in. And we share your heart and your burden to establish a biblical justice in the land. Let, let us be ones that, that carry the burden of your heart and, and lament and repent um, during this hour, during this time. Um, as a public demonstration of righteousness that is coming to our land.
God of revival, pour it out, pour it out. Every stronghold will crumble. I hear the chains hit the ground. Oh, God of revival, pour it out, pour it out. Come awaken your people. Come awaken the city. Oh, God of revival, pour it out, pour it out. Every stronghold will crumble. I hear the chains hit the ground. Oh, God of revival, pour it out, pour it out. The darkest nights, you can light it up. You can light it up. Oh, God of revival, let hope arise. Let's, uh, I want to take you to Matthew 15. Um, and any time during this recording, if the Lord touches you with something, feel free to start praying in that direction. Um, but one thing that I sense the Lord wanted to, to lead us in prayer about is when in Matthew 15, he is approached by the Pharisees and he is asked why his disciples do not wash their hands before taking meals um, as per the tradition of the elders of the time. And Jesus responded with something remarkable. He said, why do you forsake the commandments of God for the sake of your traditions? And the point behind that is righteousness has so many different nuances and in, in, in definitions right now mm. but Jesus challenged the Pharisees to rethink the variables that create their definition for righteousness so prayer point one let us ask the Lord for his definition of what righteousness is and let us push delete on any other facet or element that we have added to righteousness and let the scriptures speak from themselves and have the final word.
Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you and worship you, praise you for this opportunity to be able to gather together on this street to pray, to intercede on behalf of our city. Um, Lord, we want to see your righteousness on earth. Lord, in how we act and how we live and what we do day to day, we want to see, God, your glory fall on this place. And we just pray, God, as we begin this time of prayer, that you would purify our hearts. God, that you would make us people of integrity, that what we say on the outside is reflected on what happens on the inside, that over the overflow of our hearts, our mouths would speak and pray and lift up to you. God, we ask that you would give us attentive ears to listen, Lord, that you give us eyes to see, Lord, that we would comprehend what you're doing even right now through the, the prayers of your saints, God, along this street. We love you, Lord, and we thank you in Jesus' name. God, we thank you for just, just as these verses that Jericho's leading us in, looking at Matthew 15, 8, says, this people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. God, we just turn from anything that we are talking about, but not living out. And we pray that us as your people who gather on this street right now and people who carry the name of Jesus, Jesus followers and Jesus people in this city who aren't here with us tonight, but just all of us, Lord, that we would not be far from you in our hearts. But I'm praying that right now you would convict us, your people, anything that we're chasing after that isn't you. Lord, we don't want to talk about you with our mouths, but be far from you in our hearts. And so I, I repent and I welcome your conviction, Lord, to come and make it clear to us. And even as we stand here right now in this moment on this street, straighten out our hearts, God. Capture our hearts again. Anything that we've been falling in love with that isn't you as your people, Lord, we turn. We turn to you right now in Jesus' name. For our next uh, prayer point, we're going to kind of continue on this theme of turning our hearts back to Jesus. We're going to look at Isaiah 59, verse 1 and 2. It says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, or his ear dull that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you are powerful verses and so we want to pray right now and turn our hearts affection back to God and sometimes when things are crazy in the world we can start to blame God and wonder if God's so good or powerful how could these things happen but these verses make it clear to us that the blame is not on God's end that his arm is not short that it cannot save his ear is not turned away from people it is our sin that separates us from him it is our sin that births the pain and the injustices of the world that we are living in so let us be a humble people right now and turn and repent and i'm just going to pray for us that we would be convicted by the holy spirit not because we need to be pushed down but because it is conviction that leads to freedom everything that the holy spirit can could convict you of he's only convicting you of it so that he can set you free from it so we're going to ask god right now for faith and right perspective that that his hand is not short and his ear is not dull but we have sinned and separated us from separated ourselves from god and so let's turn back to him so holy spirit come and awaken our hearts to the things that we've turned to that take us away from you and lord we as your church we stand on the street right now and we open up our hearts to you and say come turn us back to you give us faith right now your arm is not too short to save anything that we're seeing your arm is not too short to save anybody that we could see or anybody that we know and your ear is not turned far away from us we we come back to you in this moment
Lord Jesus, thank you so much for, for the gift that repentance is. You have called repentance a gift that brings us back to you. And we are all called, we all have an inheritance to be a part of the solution so that we must we must have the humility to confess where our own hearts have erred, where we perhaps have contributed to the problem. We cannot afford to exonerate ourselves from the things that are happening in our land anymore, God. We have to agree with you and we have to purify our hearts before you. So Lord, search our hearts and if there is anything wicked found in us, would you clear it out so that we can truly say moving forward that if you, as I lay upon our bed, that you can look at us and hear from lips that have no deceit found in them. Jesus name. You know, God has given us a ministry of reconciliation. And what reconciling means is it's bringing <clears throat> bringing people together. And a lot of times I've, I've talked to people that think about repentance in a very individualistic way, uh, my own personal culpability or guilt or whatever it may be. But, you know, the fact of the matter is um, our society, our nation of which we're a part, uh, has committed all kinds of <laughs> atrocities, sins. Uh, there's issues collectively that we have to stand in the gap for and, and you know Jesus asked us to do that to stand in the gap in fact when you think about Christ coming to earth not deserving of of the death death he suffered but he did that because of his great love for us and in fact the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 Christ's love then should compel us because we're convinced that one died for all and therefore all died and 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 so being a new creation in Christ, God gives us this incredible ministry of reconciliation to, to bring people together, to really be peacemakers. Uh, peacemakers bring people together uh, in unity. And, and as you look at the, you know, the city of Indianapolis, as you think about some of the issues going on in our society, we're a divided nation. Uh, politically, ideologically, in many ways, there's division. The enemy tries to sow division. He tries to create division in family units, in people's hearts, in churches, across denominational lines. He divides us. But God has given us this incredible ministry of reconciliation. So as we move to this next prayer point, I want you to think about uh, the relationships in your circles of influence. I want you to think about even some of the things in your heart people that need reconciled, you may be starting by saying, Lord, reconcile me back to you. Uh, maybe you're not a follower of Christ and you just found yourself here and, you, and you're praying on behalf. God wants to, to have a relationship with you. Maybe it's reconciling yourself back to your spouse, your family, uh, people in your own sphere of influence, or maybe you want to stand in the gap and bring reconciliation across boundary lines, ethnic lines, racial lines, to step out and to love and to connect with others. Uh, but take these next few minutes and begin to think about that ministry of reconciliation and how you can stand in the gap to bring people together and pray for that.
Lord, thank you so much for, again, for the ministry that you have given us the privilege to share with you. This is the ministry of reconciliation. This is not just something that we're obligated to do, but we ask that this will be the cry of our hearts, that this would be the heartbeat behind the culture that we establish moving forward, that that the pursuit and the treasures that we store in heaven would be stamped with, with the, the glory that is the ministry of reconciliation. Let us be ambassadors. Make us ambassadors for the vision of heaven. In Jesus' name. The next thing we're going to pray about, totally just staying in the lane of being ministers of reconciliation. We're going to pray for our, just our country, our, our land, our leaders. There's so much throughout the Bible um, and so many examples of Bible stories, but also instructions of, of God inviting us as his people to stand before him and cry out for the blessing of lands and of nations and of people and of leaders. And so um, in an environment that is so um, intense, just even talking about our country or specific leaders or whatever, as the people of God, I want to I want to encourage all of us to take the Lord's lead and and step out of the arguments for a second and and sacrifice all of those right now. Give those to God. Any uh, any differences that we have with each other with other people, and choose to love our neighbor as ourselves right now, and to to believe that um, whatever anybody could think about, even our nation, God is calling people to Himself, and so. Um, I'm going to pray that for us real quick, and then we'll want to encourage you to, to pray over um, our nation and leaders and even the, the areas of pain where maybe you have uh, leaders coming to your mind right now. Of, How could I ever pray for that person? Maybe that's the invitation of God to encounter his love in a deeper way. I heard somebody telling me recently that if I want to learn how to pray for somebody that I have an issue with or a problem with or whatever, I need to look at that person until I feel the love of God for them. And if there's somebody coming to your mind right now, or if it's our nation, or if it's a, a political party or a system or whatever, let's, let's as the people of God, lay, lay down our distractions for a moment and say, Holy Spirit, you can have my heart right now. Teach me to love and teach me to pray for that person the way that you see that person. So Jesus, we thank you for our nation. We thank you for the opportunity to be able to stand on this street right now as a declaration that we are standing in faith for you. And Lord, we pray for our leaders. We pray for every elected official in our land, official in our land from the local city level to the president of the United States and everybody in between. God, we're asking for encounters with Jesus for every single person. We're asking that every elected official would have his and her heart captivated by the love of God, captured by the agenda of the kingdom of God. We're praying that they would have a deep hunger for you. Lord, we're praying that as we stand here and say, Lord, teach us to pray. We're asking that you would put that prayer inside of the hearts of every elected official in our land, that, that elected officials would be starting their days saying, God, teach me how to see how you see. Teach me how to think how you think. Teach me how to lead like you lead. Lord, your will is that no one would perish. And so, Lord, we repent for having political party lines separate us and making us hate our brother and sister or other people. Lord, we stand in a gap right now and we say, teach us how to love. Teach us how to pray. We thank you for this land. We thank you for this time that we are standing in. We thank you for this opportunity. We bless our environments right now that we're standing in. We bless the people leading us and we ask for encounters with you for them in Jesus' name.
Lord, thank you so much for all that you do, all of who you are, and all that you've made us to be. Thank you for the privilege to stand together. For this next prayer point, we want to take you to um, the, the book of Matthew again. Matthew 7, um, where Jesus speaks about the foundation of our hearts, the foundation of, of what we build our house upon. Jesus says that everyone who hears these words of his will and does them will be like a wise man who builds his house in the rock. And Jesus is that rock. And right now, there are so many things that we are building our foundations on and the Lord is shaking the earth and a lot of our foundations are being found wanting. But let us be a people that would exchange those faulty foundations for the one single solid rock. And let that be the bedrock of what we build moving forward from this place of prayer. So Lord, give us those hearts, Jesus. Lord, we ask that you would you would call us to the rock that is higher than I rock that is higher than us that that the foundations that we rely upon to to believe in to move forward to place our hope in and on that it will be you and only you and that our identities would be fixed to our foundation and that purely speaking we will be able to say that we are founded upon one thing the beauty of Jesus Christ in the vision that comes from heaven and let that be the only thing that defines us amen <clears throat> well we're going to take the next uh eight to 10 minutes. And I, I just want to walk you through, uh, you know, no doubt as you've been praying here on the street, you're seeing a lot of things, you know, cars go by and um, maybe just nature, buildings, uh, people next to you. And, and I want you to notice that. I want you to think about that. And uh, we're going to take some time to really listen to the Holy Spirit and what he wants to say to us uh, through what we're sensing. And I want to begin with just creation around you. Uh, you know, we're outside right now. The, the book, Bible says in Psalm 19, 1 and 2, the heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they reveal knowledge. And uh, I want you to just take a few minutes and maybe just look up into the sky. Uh, notice the, the trees, the grass, maybe the flowers or whoever... Uh, whatever you see around you, uh, maybe a bird flying by, and just take a few moments and just worship God. Thank Him for His creation. Thank Him for what He's blessed us with. Thank Him for the ability uh, to worship in the outdoors like this. Just take a few moments and glorify His name. Now I want to draw your attention to 
all the cars uh, driving back and forth across the street. Since we've been praying, there's been hundreds, maybe thousands of, of different vehicles that have driven by. And every one of those uh, is filled with individuals that have a story, uh, families, uh, men, women, kids that, that have a story that are made in the image of God, that are created by Him with a purpose. And uh, as you think about those people, uh, not just the cars, but the people that are driving by. And, and you think about Jesus and how when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. And so when you think about the cars, driving by, I just I want you to notice them. So often we get through our day to day lives and we don't notice the people. I want you to notice the cars that are driving by. I want you to notice those that are walking, maybe pedestrians back and forth on the sidewalk, someone that God draws your attention to, and just lift a prayer up for them. If God sparks you to pray for a specific person or vehicle or something you see, uh, just take a moment and to pray for every individual. Now I want you to take a moment and look at the people next to you, all lined up and down this street. And I want you to think about uh, where they're coming from. I want you to think about the number of churches represented and people represented, backgrounds represented. Um, we've committed to pray for this hour. We're going to worship after this. But um, I want you to just think about the, uh, the the people on either side of you and just lift them up in prayer. Uh God knows the struggles each of us face, the anxiety, the, the weight sometimes of the world that can um, creep in. And, and I just I want you to lift your brothers and sisters up. The Bible says how good and pleasant it is when we dwell together in unity. And so just pray for a united church, a united group of people on this street. And uh, as God brings individuals to mind, uh, lift them up for the Father.
The last thing I want you to consider is the street itself, the buildings, the chain link fences, uh, the artifacts of Indianapolis. And I want you to think about uh, this city. You know, in Psalm 126, it talks about uh, how when the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. And then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us and we are filled with joy. And I, I want you to just pray over these streets, over this city. Uh, pray that God would restore uh, the things that are broken, the institutions that are broken, the physical structures that are broken, that he would bring uh, healing to our land and healing to this city, and that one day we would uh, rejoice with, with some of those ancient writers of Psalms uh, in hope for what God wants to do for the city of Indianapolis. So just take a moment and, and pray, for, pray for the city. Taking us into the next prayer point from Matthew 22, verse 37. The greatest commandment that Jesus gave us, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. All of the law and the prophets can be summed up and through that and then to love your neighbor as you love yourself. The gospel in Christianity, it is, it is simple and yet costly. And we, and there are so many complexities in what is the construct that we call life, but the Lord has asked us to boil down our lives to something simple. Love him with every dimension that makes up our personhood and to extend that love that we give to the vertical, to the horizontal. So Lord, would you give us that heart revelation and that vision for our lives, that the pursuit of our days would be to anchor our personage to loving you with all of our hearts, minds, body, strength, gifts, talents, jobs, and to take that same vision and to extend it to the person on our left and on our right, that we may recognize that they too bear the image of God and they are worth love. All right, everybody, we're going to wrap it up with one more prayer point. I'm sure it's getting close to 7 o'clock, and uh, we're going to give you a few minutes to walk back to the time of worship. But before we do, I want to end with one more prayer point out of Matthew chapter 9. It says this, And Jesus went through all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Isn't Jesus amazing? 
I'm just going to start praying as we get ready to close out here. Jesus, we invite you into our city, in, uh, into the towns and villages and cities represented by people standing on the street, in the cities that are um, hosting prayer times like this around the country right now in this moment. We need Jesus to walk through the streets of our cities the workplaces of our cities, the neighborhoods and the homes. Lord, we need you flowing in and through every single square inch of our lives. So come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus, and teach us. Teach us who you are. Come, proclaim the gospel, Lord, and help us to do this. Help us to to preach and proclaim and demonstrate with our lives the good news, the good news of the kingdom of God. We thank you, Lord, right now for your rule and reign over our life, and we proclaim that over our cities and our streets and our areas of influence. Lord, we're asking right now for healing, healing of every disease and affliction, every disease mentally, spiritually, emotionally, um, systematically, relationally, physically. Lord, we need the healing power and touch of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that your word and your life demonstrates the healing of every disease and every affliction. Lord, I'm asking right now for anybody listening right now with any sort of disease, any sort of affliction in any area of their life, and we pray healing right now. We pray the healing touch of Jesus over every mind, body, spirit, and soul and relationship of people listening right now. Come, Lord Jesus, walk up and down our street right now and touch touch us and heal every disease and every affliction. Lord, I'm asking that we would have your compassion over people, that we wouldn't just see people according to the surface of of the, the thing that they're shouting or the way that they vote or what exactly they look like or where they come from. God, I'm asking that you would give us that heart of a shepherd that you demonstrate for us, that we would see people like sheep without a shepherd that we would have grace for each other as we are living in a world and in a life that leaves us so often feeling harassed and helpless. I pray, God, that we would be individuals here on this street that give our lives to lifting other people up instead of pushing other people down. Give us compassion. Give us compassion, a a passion that moves us, that engage, makes us engage with other people, that makes us reach across the way, across the aisle, across the tracks. Lord, teach us and give us compassion. Lord, I thank you that the harvest is plentiful. We believe that right now in Jesus' name. The harvest is plentiful right now. Today is a good day. People are hungry for Jesus. This is a time of revival. Lord, we thank you that today is the day of salvation. Lord, but the laborers are few. And so we are asking and by standing here, Lord, we are signing up. Would you send us? Would you send us as laborers out into your harvest? Not our harvests not the harvest of our church or our denominations or our opinions, but the harvest of the Lord. But we're praying for salvation, signs and wonders, miracles and revival in our land and in our time. And Lord, we're asking that you would teach us to be laborers. Teach us how to go to work with you. Teach us how to work on the things that you're working on. Teach us to turn away from the work that we're putting in to things that you're not putting in work on. Help us to stay focused. Help us to keep our hand to the plow in faith and out of love and compassion. Lord, we love you and we worship you. We sign up again right here, right now in Jesus' name. And everybody said... Amen. 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 Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. I hope it's been helpful for you as you have stood faithfully on the street. Uh, Why don't you start walking back? If you haven't already, walk back to Watkins Park and uh, find the music that's playing, the loud sound system, and let's worship together and gather together and uh, respect each other with social distancing and all of that good stuff. But Um, Even if we have to be six feet apart, we can gather together and we can worship together over our city. God's not done tonight. God's not done with you today. There is still time to encounter him. So come on back in and we can't wait to see you there. It's been great to have you with us. 